Good morning, good morning. Welcome, welcome everyone to New Covenant Worship Center. We are here live in the building for this last Sunday in the month of August. Amen. God has graced us to see eight months of this year. And we're just grateful and honored, amen, to be in his presence on today. We want to welcome you all, those of you all who are on Facebook, on YouTube. Come on in, join this service on this morning. You are truly in for a powerful word of God that's going to go forth on today from Pastor Benice. We're excited about praise and worship. And we just have corporate prayer and the atmosphere is already set, amen. And so we're just going to enter in real quick into prayer. And we're going to get into praise and worship And just allow the Holy Spirit to have his way So come on, you guys, share this, share this Tag somebody, let them know that we're on the air this morning Those of you all in the building, come on, give the Lord a hand praise And if you can, come on, stand to your feet in your home In your living room, in the building Heavenly Father, we come before you to bless your name today, Father God. We come to magnify and lift you up on today, Father God. We come to exalt you this morning, Father God. We come to tell you thank you on today, Father God. We thank you, Lord, for another opportunity, God, to come into your presence, Father. We thank you that your grace, your mercy, God, is living, ruling, and abiding in this place on today, Father God. Lord, we welcome your presence today, God. We welcome your power today, Father God. We welcome your presence of your anointing. God, that you may move freely in the midst of this service, God. Lord, we need you this morning, God. We need a touch from you on today, Father God. That, Lord, your Holy Spirit, God, will move freely right now in the name of Jesus, God. Lord, we ask you to remove every boundary, every limitation, God, any restriction, God. We decree and declare, God, that you will move freely in this place on today, God. That we are vessels, God, open and willing and ready to be used of you on today, Father God. That the power of your anointing God shall reign and flow in this place like never before God look we expect miracles this morning God we expect signs and wonders today Father God we expect the power of your hand God to move in this place on today God look we ask you for healing today God we ask you for strengthening our body on today Father God that Lord you're removing all form of sickness God any form of disease on today Father God you have the power to heal God but you said that by your strength we are healed on today, Father God. And we believe your word on today, God. No sickness, no illness, no plague, God, shall come nigh our dwelling on today, Father God. We thank you that we're covered in your blood, God. We thank you that you're protecting us on today, God. That you're watching over us on today, Father God. Thank you for your keeping power today, God. Thank you, Lord, for watching over us, God, and keeping us from danger, seen and unseen, Father God. That, Lord, we made it to see another day, God. But this is the day that the Lord has made, and we shall rejoice and be glad in it on today, Father God. And we just call forth your anointing today, God. We call for praise in the house on today, God. We call for the sound, God, to be lifted up in this place of this sanctuary, God. In your home, I dare you to open your mouth and begin to bless his name. To tell him thank you this morning. To tell him that you came to glorify him. To tell him that you love him. That you appreciate him. That you adore him. That he is your Lord. He is your King of Kings. He is your all in all on today, Father God. I dare you to open your mouth and just begin to bless the name of the Lord. For he is worthy of the praise. He is worthy to be magnified. And God, we love you in this place, God. We adore you right now, Father God. And we ask that you will fill us up on today, Father God. Fill us up with your power, God. Fill us up with your glory on today, Father God. That, Lord, we may experience you like never before, God. Bring forth your anointing, God. Bring forth your power on today, Father God. Strengthen us on today, God. Release the pain, God. Release the hurt today. Release the disappointment today, God. Break off 
on today, Father God. But we are more than conquerors through Christ Jesus on today, God. You said that if God be for us, who then can be against us on today, Father God? That Lord, we come to praise you on today, God. There is a worship on the inside of us, God. There is a sound, God, that's going to be released out of our mouth on today, God. As we declare that we have the victory over every trial, over every tribulation, over every work of darkness, we decree victory in the name of Jesus. Have your way, Jesus. Have your way, Jesus. My God, my God. God, we want you to have your way, Jesus. I don't know about you, but I need God to have his way in my life. I can't do it. I can't fix it. I can't manage it on my own. God, I want you to have your way in my life. Have your way, Jesus. Come on, as God begins to move. I need you to get that in your spirit. Say, God, just have your way in my life. Uh -huh. I'm yielded to you, God. I surrender to you this morning. Have your way, Jesus. Have your way in my life. Have your way, have your way, Jesus. Come on, as the sound begins to come and offer up praise and worship. Have your way, Jesus. Have your way, Jesus. Thank you. 
Come on and give God some praise in the building. How many know he's mighty? How many know he's worthy? Oh, I came to give the name, lift up the name of Jesus. Amen. We give God the glory in this place this morning. I'm telling you, God is good. Amen. And we're just honored and grateful to be in the house of the Lord. And we thank God for his presence. We thank God for the sound and the praise and worship. Amen. I'm telling you, God is in this place on this morning. Amen. And you all look amazing this morning. Give yourself a hand praise. Amen. We thank God for this last Sunday in the month of August that God has continued to cover us, continue to watch over us uh, in the midst of everything that's going on around us. No hurt, harm, or danger shall come nigh our dwelling. Amen. We are standing and believing on Psalms 91. Amen. We are under the shadow of the mighty wings of God. We are covered under his blood, under his protection. Nothing is going to harm us. Nothing is going to defeat us. Nothing is going to overtake us because the blood of Jesus and the protection of Jesus is surrounding us. Amen. I'm telling you, God is so good and merciful to us. Amen. So kind. Who would not serve a God like this? Who would not serve a God like this? Amen. God is amazing. 
Listen, we're going to move forward in the service, amen. Uh, we're going to prepare to take our tithes and offering this morning. Uh, those of you all who are in the building, those of you all watching online, we are sowing towards our tithes and offering and sowing toward our outreach 2021 for our educators. We're believing to bless them. Listen, teachers and educators and those who work with children in the school system, they need to be appreciated and need to be honored in this year of honor for the sacrifice of love, the sacrifice of time, and the adjustment that a lot of teachers had to make. Don't you know it was hard on teachers to teach online just as well as some of the, the students it was hard for them to receive online? It's an adjustment. It's not easy and it's not for everyone. And so we just thank God for in-person classes. And we're going to be praying that nothing will hinder or stop this school year. That they will be able to finish. Nothing will interrupt, disrupt. Nothing will hinder them from being in the classroom. They're going to be protected this entire school year. From preschool all the way to college. We decree the blood of Jesus is covering our children. Amen. I'm telling you, we got to stand on the word of the Lord. Amen. We have to stand on his promises and believe his word. Amen. amen. So we're going to prepare to take our tithes and offering. Come on, Minister Oliver. Amen. If you need an envelope, please raise your hand. Brother Terrence has envelopes. Praise the Lord this morning. Thank God for fourth Saturday. Sir, fourth Sunday. Fifth. I'm all messed up too. Fifth Sunday in August 2021. This year is rolling. This year is rolling and God has graced us. He brought us this far. Amen. We give him grace. We give him praise. We honor him. We adore him. We lift him up. We magnify him. Because he alone is worthy. Thank God for all of you who were able to make it out. Thank God for the praise and worship. And the corporate prayer this morning. I forget this Sunday. I was like, what? What's going on this morning? Fifth Sunday corporate prayer. Amen. Amen. Lovely faces this morning. Sitting up bright-eyed. Got a lot to be thankful for. The little things. The little things that we take for granted. The ability to stand on our own the ability to take care of ourselves without assistance to walk unaided to speak the little things let alone the clothes on our back and the roof overhead the little things we take for granted to be able to walk, talk, converse. Amen. Come on, Brother Terrence. When we're ready on my left, 
most gracious and almighty and all-powerful God, we come before your throne once again to thank you for yet another day. Father, we thank you for the ability to come before you and to thank you for everything you've done and everything you will do. Father, we thank you for health and strength, for provision. Father, we thank you for your grace. You said in your word, your grace is sufficient. But Father, before, because of who you are, you went even further. And you added mercy and favor. And we thank you for that today. Father, we thank you for the means that have been provided for us. And the ability to give back. Father, we know that regardless of the source, you alone made it possible. And we thank you for that. Father, we thank you for the tithe and the offering. Father, we ask that you would bless it, multiply, multiply it, magnify it. Let it be used to do your will here on earth. Bless the giver and the gift. Bless those that gave and those that had it not to give. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. We thank God for every giver, amen, every tither, every offering giver, amen. Brother Tim, you got Brother Tim? Amen. Thank you, Mother Charlie, amen. Thank God for you. Thank God, Sister Ned, amen. We thank God for those of y'all in the building today. You're looking swell, amen. Looking good. We're going to move forward in the service, amen. And I'm just grateful um, for what God is doing here at New Covenant Worship Center. I had an opportunity to uh, attend a leadership conference on yesterday. Uh, with Power and Light Ministries uh, under the leadership of Apostle Benny Dozier uh, and his wife, Prophetess Dozier. And uh, it was absolutely a, a great fellowship, a great time. Uh, Sister Michelle had joined me yesterday. I didn't know she was coming, but she showed up and support. But it was just good wisdom that was shared. And some things that I noticed and recognized, and, and I think that um, as senior leaders, and those who are in senior leadership, may hear this or whatever along the pathway I think it's important that um, one of the things that I know that we've done here in this ministry is that we pray for people to prosper we pray for people to be gainfully employed um, entrepreneurs whatever that thing is that they desire we stand in agreement and we release those prayers and we've seen the manifestations of those things happen and what I noticed yesterday in Apostle uh, Benny Dozer's ministry he has a lot of uh, business owners, uh, people who are entrepreneurs within this ministry, and they have um, people that have been there for 15, 20 years uh, in membership. And I was just looking at that. I said, because, and the ministry's prospering. He said they've they done over 200 something thousand dollars worth of work in their building in the midst of the pandemic uh, and things that they had to do. Uh, he said, I can't stop what God wants to do based on what the people will do because. The people are not my source. God is the source. And God continues to meet the need. And I was just grateful for the fact to experience and see that uh, because I know he prayed for that. He believes in that. Uh, he's a business owner. And so when you have that mindset and you encourage the people and you pray for them in those areas, the ministry can't do anything but prosper. You cannot waste so much time as senior leaders telling the people what they're not, telling the people what they can't, telling the people what they should be doing and how they should be giving this or doing that. 
and we're not the example and you're not praying and putting people in position to get to the next level. So I think that we have a responsibility to encourage the people and to pray and to intercede for them. I don't believe there's anybody in this ministry that's unemployed that desires to be unemployed. Everybody in this ministry is gainfully employed in the, in the sense that they desire to be employed. We have retired people. We got people that, that it's just they, they don't have to work, whatever the case may be. And there are people that are employed and they work and God has sustained them and he's keeping them. And I thank you for your giving and able to sow and continue to keep the ministry going. We appreciate that. We don't take it for granted. Amen. So I'm thankful for that. And it was just a, a, a great um, time of wisdom uh, that was shared and understanding the difference between that uh, the gift and the calling and how God has called us to certain things, amen, in our assignment and the walk that we're supposed to do. There's some things that God has deemed for us to do. We have to fall in line and seek out that in God's wisdom, amen? amen. Listen, Tuesday night is men's prayer call, 8.30 p.m. on the prayer, prayer line, amen. Um, Thursday night is Bible study, 6.30 p.m. And Sunday morning, uh, we have our Sunday school at 9 a.m., Intercessory prayer at 9 a.m. and we have morning worship at 10 a.m. Amen. Um, so we're just excited about that and we're grateful for what God is doing uh, in the midst of the ministry. So before I move forward and bring up Pastor Benice, um, we were in the pandemic last year, so we did not meet uh, as, as we normally would last year, and so we didn't have an opportunity to present some certificates of completion for that new membership class. So this certifies that Ted Whitehead, I'm going to say Victoria Whitehead too because I have both their certificates, has successfully completed the required course of study approved by the Board of Education and therefore awarded this certificate of completion presented to New Covenant Worship Center June 19, 2020 is when this was supposed to be released. But now, for prophetess Victoria Minister Ted, welcome to New Covenant Worship Center. Once again, <laughs> we appreciate them, amen. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Thank God. <laughs> amen. I thank God for uh, Minister Ted and uh, Prophet Victoria. Amen. Ted was ready to teach Sunday school this morning, and he was he was in. He had all he had his stuff laid out. And I said we had corporate prayer, but I thank God for his uh, his desire for the Word of God. Uh, when I first met Ted, we were in a, a book study with Minister Eric, and uh, that's how we met. He just has a love for the Word of God. And that's a blessing to have men that have a love for the word of God. So I appreciate that, Minister Ted. All right, you all. I'm not going to prolong the service. Amen. This woman of God has a powerful word that she wants to share and that God has given her. And I'm excited about what God is doing in her life. Uh, just favor, just grace upon her. Um, our newest entrepreneur, amen, with these closet boutique, amen. Thank God for her drive, for her commitment, for her sacrifice, for her love, for her family, for her ministry. Thank God for the grace that's upon her life. So we can just stand to our feet, amen. We're going to welcome, amen, to the pulpit, my very own, my good thing, my beautiful thing in green, Pastor Bernice Jones, amen. God bless you.
is standing, let us pray. Father, we love you, we praise you, we honor you, we glorify you, God. We thank you for what you've already done, God, and what you will continue to do in this place and in your people, oh God. Now, Father, I pray that self will decrease, God, and that you will increase, oh God. Father, move in this place, in this room, oh God. Prepare our hearts and our minds to receive the word and receive it with gladness, oh God. And let it be sown on good ground, oh God, and it produces a harvest in our life, oh God. We counsel out every assignment of the enemy, oh God, to make us sleepy, not pay attention, oh God, to be distracted, oh God, to be uh, off course, oh God. We pray on today, oh God, that our focus is on you, oh God, and that you be pleased with our service. Be pleased with our worship on today, oh God. Be pleased with us, oh God. Accept us on today. And it's in your name that we pray. Amen and amen. You may have your seats. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I'm so grateful to be in the building on today. And, and I'm grateful every time that we come in the building and I see your smiling faces. And even if you're not smiling, you're just looking at me. I'm glad to see you. Amen. I'm telling you, this uh, virtual church made me appreciate people being in the building. It's a different dynamic when you have worshipers together. And now I get a full revelation of the scripture where the Bible says, forsake not to fellowship. It's a different type of anointing and strength and grace that's in, on your life when you begin to fellowship with another believer. You know it when you're sitting in your apartment all the time, it's just you. But when you get a good girlfriend together and you get into fellowship, it takes it to the next level. It's just not a regular type of, you know, apartment. You know, we having a good time. Amen. And that's how I feel about us fellowshipping together. And so I'm grateful what God is doing. I'm so grateful for my husband, Apostle Jonas. Can y'all give it up for the Apostle? Amen. I am grateful for him and how God has fashioned him to be such a support, not only to so many of you all, but to me, how he pushes me. He encourages me. And, and you know, I have a little nickname for him, and I'm going to have to kind of change it. You know, sometimes I call him Big Daddy, but I have to change that because he thinks he'd be my daddy for real. And I'm like, no, you're not. Amen. My daddy is in glory. Praising the Lord. Amen. But I'm encouraged um, that he is always concerned about me and his family and pushing us to the next level and I'm telling you baby if you got an idea if you get him a glimpse of what you think he gonna run with it and push it and market it and just put you out there amen so I'm grateful I want to just put this in your ear right now amen we gonna celebrate him on September 12th okay put it in your book that's his birthday and we gonna celebrate him now he acts ugly like I don't want nothing yes you do Yes, you do. Stop lying. You want something. You believe in God for something. Amen. So put it in your books now and think, Lord, how can I bless the man of God? He's done so much. Amen. And I want to bless him. So September 12th, we turning up. Amen. It's out there. It's no surprise. I get tired of trying to sneak behind, sneaking videos and Send out email. Look, we're going to celebrate him on the 12th. Amen. So come with your gift. Amen. Glory to God. Baby, glory. 
Listen, I'm, I'm not going to be before you longer this morning. Um, I just want to give you what the Lord gave me and this word hit me. And so I want to share with you all. I thank God for Evangelist Mary for praying for Joshua because, you know, um, all you said is true. And I'm always... Um, concerned about where he goes and what he's doing you know you get a little protective amen and i had to um lean into god that god already has his steps ordered and and even as we make decisions about where he goes to school we're, con we're concerned about that and we cautious about that he's excited because he got one offer at a school it wasn't me and apostle's first choice but he's all excited that he's got this offer and me and Apostle didn't even know nothing about it. <laughs> and we got folks texting us, congratulations for Josh. And so we're like, what is going on? We don't know nothing about this. We at the game on Friday, folks coming up, aren't you Josh parents? Congratulations. I'm like, Jesus, let me pray. Because I'm not going <laughs> to let the pressure of people push me into something. Amen. Amen. But I want to encourage you on this morning. That God is really doing something in the body of Christ. And, and I want to encourage you to take that leap. You've been depending and you've been um, thinking about some things. You've been trusting God. But I want to encourage you after today to take the leap of faith. And take a leap to do that thing that God has called you to do. If it's a business, if it's a witty invention, if it's an idea, if it's something that God is pulling you to do in ministry, I want to encourage you to jump into it. Amen. Um, some of you are holding on to words that God has told you to release. Some of you are in wrong partnerships and you need to look, evaluate some of your partnerships. But I want to encourage you after today to take the leap and do what God has called you to do. I'm reminded of the scripture of 2 Timothy 1 and 7. And you don't have to turn to that right now. But in the Amplified Version, it says, For God did not give us a spirit of timidity or cowardness or fear, but he has given us a spirit of power and of love and of sound judgment and personal discipline. Yeah. Abilities that result in a calm, well-balanced mind and self-control. Amen. So the spirit that God gives us, it causes our abilities to result in a calm, well-balanced, and we have self-control. Amen. Yeah. When we're controlled by fear, we're out of control. Our mind is tormented and different things go on in our life. Amen. But when we let God use us, amen, and we operate with the spirit that he says we should operate in, amen, we can we can believe God for a well-balanced life, a calm mind, amen, and self-control. Right. Let me tell you what this spirit of fear does. This spirit of fear, amen, these certificates and fail, you know, let me pick them up. Apostle got so much stuff under this cool pit. Jesus. <laughs> okay, amen. Let me get back here. The spirit of fear, it robs us. It paralyzes us. It boxes us in. It keeps us stagnant. Amen. 
It keeps us in wrong partnerships, as I said. It bounds us. It attacks our mind and our body. You know, there's scientific proof how fear will grip you and how it will affect your body. Amen. It dictates to you. It tells you where to go, when to go, how to go, if you should go. It torments you. It causes nightmares and restlessness. It invites other spirits in like worry and uh, being anxious. Amen. It just don't dwell by itself. It likes to bring in friends. Amen. It kills dreams. It kills hope. It kills desires. Amen. It causes us to lose faith and trust in God and trust in his power and his word. And what he's already said about us, amen. God has already decreed in the scripture that we are blessed and not cursed. But fear would have us look that we are really cursed because we continue to go through different things. Or this isn't right in our life. It causes us to contradict, amen, what God has already said. It causes us to draw back. We never use our gifts, our talents, amen, our callings, hallelujah. But more importantly, it is not from God, hallelujah. And so that spirit of fear, and I'm not just talking about what's going on in the world system with corona and all of that, but I'm talking about it's bigger than that. That spirit of fear will grip you where you will not move to the next level that God has desired for you to go in, amen. Yeah, there's a spirit of fear that there's a, a fear that we have for the Lord, which is separate from the fear that we have. That fear that we have of the Lord is a reverence, amen, because who he is and he is God. But I'm talking about the fear where you can't think right and you can't move right and you can't talk right, amen, and you can't think right, you don't sleep right, amen. That's the type of fear that I'm talking about. I want you to think for a minute about where, how far you would have been in school or how far you would have been in a business or how far you would have been in your life if you had not allowed fear to step in, to stagnate you and prevent you from going to the next level. So that spirit of fear loves to attack the believer, amen? And it loves to have the the believer doubt what God is saying concerning us. Amen. We may start out good in faith, but then fear comes in. Hallelujah. Well, I'm going to go to my scripture. Amen. I told you I'm not going to be before you long. Amen. I don't have a long-winded anointing like the great apostle. Amen. But I'm just going to share with what the Lord has gave me. Matthew 14 and 22 in the Amplified Version. Matthew 14 and 22. I'm decreeing and declaring that we will go to our next level and no longer be bound by fear. Hallelujah. Glory to your name. Fear fear makes you doubt who you are and who you've been called to be. It makes you doubt the gifts and callings that's on your life that you know you have, but then fear makes you hold back. I don't know if I'm good at public speaking. I don't know if if, if I can pray out loud. I I don't know if I can speak before the people. That's what fear does. If somebody is waiting for you to operate and move in your gift and calling, but fear has allowed you to stay in a shell. So Matthew 14 and 22, hallelujah. And I'm reading out of the Amplified Version. 
You know this story. Hallelujah. Immediately, this is Jesus. He directed the disciples to get into the boat and go ahead of him to the other side of the Sea of Galilee. While he sent the crowds away, after he had dismissed the crowds, he went up to a mountain by himself to pray. We're talking about Jesus. When it was evening, he was there alone. But the boat by this time was already a long distance from land, tossed and battered by the waves, for the wind was against them. And in the fourth watch of the night, 3 a.m. to 6 a.m., Jesus came to them walking on the sea. When the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were terrified and said, It is a ghost. And they cried out in fear, but immediately he spoke to them saying, Take courage. It is I. Do not be afraid. Peter replied to them, Lord, if it is you, come on. If it is really you, command me to come to you yeah. on the water. Yeah. He said, come. So Peter got out the boat and he walked on the water and came towards Jesus. But when he saw the effects of, when he saw the effects of the wind, he was frightened. And he began to sink. And he cried out, Lord, save me. And yeah. Jesus extended his hand and called him and saying to him, oh, you of little faith. Why did you doubt? And when they got into the boat, the wind, the wind ceased. Then those in the boat worshiped him with awe-inspired reverencing, saying, truly, you are the son of God. If I had to put a title on his message, I want to talk about the special effects, the special Effects, Amen. We all know about special effects when we're watching a movie. Amen. You know, you see these special effects. They, uh, they, they are illusions or visual tricks to make us think something is really there or really happening when it's not. Those are the special effects. The whole idea of a special effect when you're watching a scary movie is to entice you with that fear. Like, oh my God. Or to put you in suspense. Amen. It's a special effect. Amen. That's what it's designed for. But it's a visual trick. Um, here we have Peter who is walking out on the water. Amen. And Peter becomes to get afraid because of the effects of the wind and the wave. Um, there's some special effects going on. There's wind, there's wave, you know, things are a little rocky and his faith begins oh to shake it. Amen. But that's just how the enemy does. He plays those special effects before our life to have us doubt what the word of God says concerning our life. Oh, you'll recognize them like this. You get a, a sick one. You say, oh my God, do I have COVID? That's a special effect. Amen. He just placed that in your mind. Amen. You know, your check is a little short. You know, oh my God, I'm going to get kicked out. You know, your mind go way left. That's a special effect that he put in the atmosphere. Amen. Uh, you know, so, soon as something happened, you go out the house. Oh my God, I hope I don't get caught yet. That's a special effect that he puts in the atmosphere. Amen. These are things that are designed, hallelujah. They are visual tricks by the enemy to have you doubt and lose faith and operate in fear. And once you begin to operate in fear, that thing grabs you and it holds you and it prevents you from moving forward. It's a special expect. It's a trick, hallelujah. 
job is not real. Amen. You get scared. So every time you go for your mammogram, you know my grandmama died of breast cancer. And you get scared because of the effect of something. There's no proof that it's real. The Bible says that I can curse and I can decree that what was on my bloodline don't have to be on me. So it's just an effect, hallelujah. It's a special effect. But here we have Peter who begins, he starts out in faith, walking on the water. And then that thing of that wind and that wave start to hit. And he doubts and he has Jesus right there before him. Jesus telling him to come on. How many times have Jesus gave you the go ahead? You feel it in your ear both shot. God told me to get his word. God told me to move in this way. And soon as you begin to move, here comes that visual effect. Uh, you start to look at the faces. You get scared. You say, God, did you really say this? God, are you really calling me to do this? I mean, God, are you calling me to open up a business just because I like clothes? God, wait a minute. What if they don't buy everything? Uh, it's an effect. It's an illusion. Uh, it's a visual trick to entice a spirit of fear upon me. But I decree and declare that I will walk in faith. So here we have Peter starting off in faith. And he began to doubt. He began to get fearful. Imagine if Peter would have continued to move on in faith. Walking on the water with Jesus. Imagine how his life would have changed. Imagine how God would have did use him in many more miracles. Imagine how his ministry would have went to the next level. Imagine how God said, oh, I can trust you. Let me pour a little more into you. Imagine what would have happened if Peter wouldn't have doubted and allowed fear and the visual effects to attack him. These special effects and these situations are not real. But the enemy will have us worry and totally believing that it happened. You know, you look at uh, the great music uh, magicians and they have stuff that appear and disappear from you. And you're like, my God, how did they do that? That got to be real. That man, listen, these effects are intended to keep you from your destiny. They are intended so that you would live depressed, oppressed, that you will never move in overflow, that you won't accept the good and perfect things that God has for you, that it will keep you awake at night with nightmares. It will torment you, amen. It will leave you in your home. You won't be able to overcome past emotional scars and physical wounds that have hit you. It does not want you free. It invites all of its frenzy and low self-esteem, doubt, depression, hallelujah, double-mindedness, hallelujah. Every attack of the enemy invites it in because it does not want you free. So these are special effects, hallelujah. And it's our job as the believer to realize when the enemy is trying to trick us. Oh, the Bible says that he'll fool the very elite if it were possible. Hallelujah. So you'll see someone strong in the faith and see that the enemy has tricked them up with a visual effect. Um, can you imagine how many ministers and how many pastors when this corona hit and they got into fear like, oh my God, how are we going to take care of the church? 
How are we going to reach the people? How the church going to stand? Don't you know that that was just a special effect that God already knew before the pandemic hit? And he was going to take care of his church. Hallelujah. And if God closed some doors, it was God. Glory to God. These special effects cause us to miss God and take our eyes off the prize. And we begin to look at everything for face value. We look at everything that's right before us instead of trusting and believing God. Let me tell you something. I had to examine my own self because, you know, hey, I sent one child to college and, you know, he just be tripping. Amen. And, you know, I, I, I gave him free reign. I said, okay. He wants to go to this school and do music. I'm going to allow him. You know, I wanted him to go to Howard. You know, get that good HBC experience. Right. Amen. Right. But he wanted to do music and I let him. Amen. And so now as I move for this other child, you know, fear tries to come in. I'm going to, uh-uh, he can't go here. Uh-uh, nope. I'm going, I got to fill everybody out. The coaches, the teachers. I can, download God, what you say? Uh-uh, this ain't the place for the prophet. Let me tell you something. God has already set a plan in motion. And I get caught up in trying to cuddle and protect. I'm missing out on what God wants to do in his life. You can't be tricked by the effects. Glory to God. His life is already written. God already has it covered. And all I have to do is just sit back and allow God to be God. When we get caught up in the effects, we diminish who God is. We diminish his power. We diminish his effects. Hallelujah. We diminish him being a healer, a provider, a protector. Glory to God. Why? Because fear is more powerful than faith. So I'm decreeing and declaring, hallelujah, that even as parents and even as believers, hallelujah, that we will yet trust God and we won't get caught up by the wind and the waves. I love it how Jesus, he came in and he just cut Peter real nice. He said, oh, you a little faith. Why did you doubt? Why did you doubt? You got the king of kings and the Lord of lords. You got me here on the water. I'm an example before you walk in. You didn't walk this far, and you get halfway there, and you begin to doubt. Have you ever been to a place where God has took you over one hurdle, and then you get scared? Oh, my God, that hurdle a little bigger. I know you got me off of this one, God, but this thing is big. You know, you healed me from corona, but not cancer. That's a bigger hurdle, God. I don't know if you can heal me from that one. And God is standing there saying, oh, ye a little thing. Why do you doubt? Don't you know that I am the King of kings and the Lord of lords? And that I can send a word and immediately you will be healed. That doctors will stretch their hands, glory to God. That miracles will be performed, glory. He said, I don't even have to leave my throne, but I can commission, hallelujah. People are operating on my behalf, glory to God. He said, why do you doubt me? And I'm standing here as an example. And I'm standing here walking as a miracle. God said, no longer will you be tricked by the illusions. They are not real. 
It's just an effect to scare you and to get you off course and off guard. God is saying that he wants to do something powerful in your life. But he keep whispering, oh ye of little faith, why do you doubt? He said, I want to be your healer. I want to be your deliverer. You keep thinking it's too big for you. God, I'm too old to do this. God, I don't know if I got enough money to do this, God. I, I don't know. All the, all the people said this. And folks said that. Let me tell you, what people are saying, that's just a special effect. It don't apply to your situation. What one person went through is not your story and you don't have to go through it. It's just an effect. It's just an illusion. It's not real. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Way. 
Yeah, you've heard the stories about him being a healer. But when God becomes a healer in your life, you said, Jesus, I know what you're talking about, about being a healer. Uh-huh. When you hear the people how God has made a way out of no way, when he took a little and made it much, and when God begins to do it in your life, you say, God, I say you. Now I know what the sister was testifying about. So I'm believing God. God is going to turn some situations around. Listen, I'm believing God for hearts to be changed. And no longer will you allow fear and torment to grip you and hold you. That you will walk by faith and not by sight. That you know that you are a king's kid. That you've been bought with a price so you belong to Bible said I never seen the righteous forsaken. No, it seen begging bread. So he got me covered. Hallelujah. I like it how Job said, if I obey and serve you, I shall spend my days in prosperity and my years in pleasure. He said, you've been through the fire and the flood, but God, I'm, I'm calling you out into a wealthy place. I don't care that visual trick in my bank account. It's just a special effect. Oh, 
God said we better hear the word of the Lord We have to hear the word of the Lord And yield to the instruction God said yield to the instruction We have to hear the word of the Lord and yield to the instructions. I decree and declare that we will no longer sit in bondage. I decree and declare we will no longer sit shackled in our minds. I break every chain in the name of Jesus. Every thought, every issue, every circumstance that's kept you bound is broken right now. By the power of the blood of Jesus, by the power of the blood of Jesus, by the power of the blood of Jesus. Oh, hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. <laughs> we expect your power, God. Jesus, I call you back to life. I said, oh, God said, live again, daughter. 
you from living. The enemy trying to stop you from living. It's broken today. And God said, I'm restoring you right now. God said, I drew you in. The Holy Spirit drew you in here today. And God said, because you were obedient to the draw. I know the Holy Ghost is speaking. He said, because you were obedient to the draw. He said, I met you here. He said, because you're going to live again. I break the depression. I break the oppression. I break the fight in the spirit. <laughs> the things that's been going on in your mind. I wrote the book. Your thoughts are being stable right now. Live, daughter. Live. <laughs> I'm telling you, God said he's restoring everything. And he's lifting you up. He's taking you higher. He's lifting you up. Oh, God said the weights have fallen right now. I sense it. I see them falling. That they, that it's just falling off of you. God said, leave it. <laughs> You're not going out of this place the same way you came in. There is liberty and freedom that he's releasing over you right now, daughter. This is my excellence. This is my excellence. God said, because you came out, daughter. This is my accident. I'm not going back. I'm not going back. I'm not going back. Because you came and you obeyed. I said, I'm going to heal and restore. He's healing and restored Everything The canker worm And the palmer worm And the locust Has healed Cause this is Your excellence You're walking into newness You're walking into liberty You're walking in his grace You're walking in his grace you're walking in his grace. It's upon you, daughter. Walking. Oh, I said so. Walking in. I walk in in the name of Jesus. Oh, my God. My God. Walking in the
Just for you. 
living in my best. Living in my best. I'm living in my best. I'm living in my best. Listen, we get ready to close. But I need you all to sing that and speak that in the atmosphere. I'm living in my best. I'm living in my best. Come on, you don't be, don't be afraid to open your mouth and declare it over your life. I'm living in my best. Those of y'all watching online, put it in your comments. I'm living in my best. I'm living in my best. Just speak it over your life. I'm living in my best. I'm living in my best. I'm living in my best. I'm living in my I'm walking in my best. I'm living in my best. I'm decreeing my best. I'm believing my best. I'm living in my best. I'm talking in my best. I'm living in my best. I'm walking in my best. I believe it. I believe it. I believe it. I'm living in my best. I'm living in my best. Walking and believing and walking and believing and walking and believing and walking and believing it. I'm living in my best. Best. Come on, y'all. I'm living in my best. Come on, y'all. Stand in your feet as God is releasing that I'm living in my best. I'm walking in my best.
place. Allow your anointing, allow your power, allow your favor to rest upon us, to lead and guide us throughout the course of this week. We decree miracles, God. We decree that, God, we're holding on to the liberty and the freedom that we've received today. We're restored, we're refreshed, we're revived. And, God, we call for your anointing of prosperity, your anointing of increase and overflow to find us throughout the course of this week. Unexpected money is coming your way. Promotion and favor is your portion. Find all car troubles, accidents, traffic tickets, God, throughout the course of this week. Keep us safe that we'll reach our next destination with no hurt, harm, or danger. And God, we decree that we love you, we praise you, we adore you, and we're living in our best. We're living in our best. And it's in Jesus' name we pray. We're living